I'm Gabby Lamb, and you are listening to Tea Time, where we talk about the nastiest, naughtiest, wildest, dirtiest secrets. Enjoy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to episode 13 of Tea Time with Gabby Lamb. I am your host, Gabby Lamb, and we are joined today by one of my mm, favorites, my roommate and close friend and comedian, Harper Rose Drummond. Your pauses did give me intense anxiety. She is the only person that has ever been on the podcast. And you know what? Might probably... She might be, besides Lee, our wonderful, gorgeous producer who we introduced last episode. And uh, you can give him a hello, Lee. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Lee! Oh. So, oh. so cute. Today we are doing regret stories. Got, a, got some really good emails from you guys with uh, your regrets. So the whole thing was like something you've regretted doing or not doing and uh or you know you tell me a secret so if you don't if you have a subject that doesn't align with the subject of that week always feel free to just email me a secret and that's basically it so we'll get into it in a little bit We'll do a little catch up right now. Honk, how that's her name. Honk, how are you? <laughs> Honk, I'm doing honestly pretty well. Okay. Pretty well. Kind of just turned my life upside down, but I'm kind of having fun. What is it? What do you mean by that, Honk? Also, you can look into the camera over there. Or what? It doesn't matter. Just talk to each other. Great. Honk, I'm going to be natural. I'm going to talk to you. Let's just look directly into the camera when we Honk, talk to let's each look other. A, let's look away from each other. Okay. <laughs> hey, Honk. So, how are you doing? Hey, Honk. I'm doing mm, great. Honk. Why was your world turned upside down? Honk, because I um, honestly quit a bunch of projects and then took a bunch of new projects on. Good for you, Honk. <laughs> Thanks, Honk. How are you, Honk? Honk, on the way here, mm. we went and got coffee. We did. Um, I'm good. <laughs> Honk. Yeah, I'm good. That was kind of an intimate answer. Okay, have you been watching? Did You haven't been watching say no. Love on the Spectrum. Oh, uh, no. Did you see? Lee, have you been watching it? <laughs> I have not. Okay, great. So here's Lee? the thing. On, I just thought about this. On, I watched like the finale last night, and there are two, you know, autistic people trying to date. And there's like one, the woman. I forgot her name, but she's uh, adopted from Russia. She was adopted from an orphanage. Anyway, she goes out on a date with this guy. And my whole point is, is that this guy that she's on a date with cannot make eye contact with her. So it's like every, you know, every, I honestly relate to that. It's hard. Every shot. He's like, not, not, I'm like, did he even ever once look at her? Because he doesn't ever, they were on the phone, they were FaceTiming and he was like looking at the ground the whole time. But to be fair, who actually looks at the person when they're FaceTiming? Like everyone, I mean, you just look at yourself really. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at people in the eye when you talk to them is, you can't make eye contact on FaceTime because like you're looking at them, but you're not looking at, each other's eyes I don't know I mean you are delete this lead delete this okay <laughs> but I feel like I don't know either you're looking at yourself or like you know everyone's like looking somewhere else I feel like do you feel at like least the people I FaceTime with <laughs> do you feel like you had to train yourself to look people in the eye when you talk to them well I'm I mean I used to be extremely shy and so I never wanted to make eye contact eye contact is scary and hard yeah it is I feel like if it's I feel like it's one of those things that if it wasn't like taught to us, I don't know if I would do it. You know, if I wasn't taught like, oh, to be polite when you talk to people, you look them in the eyes. If I didn't know that, I probably wouldn't do it. Really? 
Yeah, it's weird. When I was in, I went to theater school and I remember one of our classes, our teacher had us fucking stare. She would, you know, one, you'd have another, you oh, and another I know person. This exercise. Yeah. And you'd get this close to each other face to face and you would just fucking stare at each other for like five minutes. And it was the, it's a very, it was like such a scary thing to do. That's why I hated um, acting classes because you would always have to do these exercises that were like, horrific so fucking extra if you go to <laughs> if you ever take an acting class or you go to theater school I, they make you do the most extra shit like i don't know if you ever had to but i had to do like vocal warm-ups and oh would, god yeah and you had to like walk okay did you ever have to like walk around the room yes. saying like a, like mm. balthazar <laughs> balthazar and you're like what even is that many mumbling mice are making <laughs> merry moly on the moonlight yeah you oh. have to hum. we'd have to walk around like all of these adults into each other's like, mouths mm. yeah yeah oh it was so fucking dorky yeah and you're like trying to convince yourself in the moment that you're into it you're like no this is what actors i'm being vulnerable and i'm doing the work and you're like right "Mm, honey nothing you're doing the most you're doing the most it's embarrassing nothing is more embarrassing than being an actor uh (laughs) that's what i truly think it's such a fucking embarrassing career yeah good on you if you're doing it but i mean not that like i don't want to do it but it's so embarrassing Mm mm-hmm it's, no, it is. What do you think is more embarrassing, scripted acting or improv acting? Fuck. I'll answer. It's improv. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, improv is pretty. But then you have like Curb Your Enthusiasm, which is all improv. Well, that's brilliant. But that's I'm okay. But about like improv. Teams. 11 p.m. on a fucking Sunday night at UCB. <laughs> at UCB on Franklin. You got a wicked hangover. And your, your, team, of- your teammates all are like sweating out Cheez-Its or whatever the fuck yeah, improv Because all you do is eat Cheez-Its and drink beer when you're on an improv team. Yeah, that's true. And then you guys like kind of like yeah. microdose fucking. It's like weird. <laughs> it's like- Everybody is fucking. All the men are wearing cargo shorts and like kind of sloppy. God, if you do improv, take off the cargo shorts because you're pissing me the fuck off. Yeah, take off the cargo. They all run on stage with like, oh, what's up, guys? Ew. Grown Ew. man. Did you 45. ever do improv? Yeah, I did. I was terrible at it. Did you ever make out with anyone? No. You're so lucky. No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. You did. That's how you met one of your exes. Fuck you. Pretty embarrassing. Don't bring that out, dude. Lee. Lee. Okay, no. Yeah, I did. I never did improv. Good for you. So that makes you the coolest one in the room. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. Damn. You just aired that shit out. Here's the thing about me. I actually just kind of got brave actually after you took me down the strike path. Not only did I meet one ex there, I met two exes there. And when I say it was back to back at the same improv school, oh, groundlings, right? I was on a fucking mission. You're on a mission to fuck everybody in the improv world. Yeah. And I conquered it and I said, and now my time here is done. Yeah. And would you say that fucking them made you any better at improv? Oh, excellent. Yeah. Would you, I can yes and anything would, now. Yeah, would and you anyone. So. Zip, zap, zop when you were. Zip, zap, slop. Yeah. No, I did. Honk. That's pretty good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Zip zap slop okay. is pretty good. No, I'm sorry for saying that, but um No, it's okay. Well, okay. So you know what? Besi- okay, so I guess we can say that starting off with regrets, we do regret <laughs> taking improv and we regret dating improvisational. I'm gonna get actors. a little bit more specific. Okay. I regret driving to San Bernardino for my improv practice and then making out with my two guy friends. I would switch off every other week. So that's kind of like a little a little regret that I have. Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. One for the books. One for the books. Yeah. Okay, so you do regret that. Oh, honey, come on. Okay, great. Part of growing is recognizing your mistakes, and I recognize that. 
so you dated two improv people and then you also made out with them secret other two others secretly. yeah so we're getting kind of like a band i kind of could make uh, a whole other improv team with the improvers that i have made that's out that's nice yeah I, I also feel like everybody like the improv teachers are always trying to fuck the students like that's such a thing yeah what, well i also just like student uh, sorry teachers in general I, I, teachers I, are so fucking horny but also it's weird because like when you do take improv like you're the same age as your teacher so it's not that weird if you start fucking your teacher but it's still like it is weird that you can get turned on after seeing someone do improv, let alone teach oh, it. Oh, yes, sir. You know? Yeah. Oh, yes, I <laughs> yes, I will. Don't say, yeah, sir. You know? That's how, that's how good my improv is. <laughs> oh, yes, I will go to the alley in the dungeon. And the teacher's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Commit harder. I'm gonna You're fuck like, that okay. one after class. Yeah. I wonder if the teacher like makes you do characters in bed. Do I regret spending. I don't know, probably a couple thousand dollars on improv classes. Yeah. They were oh, very expensive. Yeah. I do regret that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Hmm. For sure. But you know what? It's, I think it's good. You live and you learn. You have to like, you know, the Joker origin story for us all is laid with like many bricks of regret. So I feel like that's just That was part a nice way of putting it, Hunker. <laughs> Thanks, Hunk. Nothing made me happier for some reason than seeing, they. so they built in LA, they built like, there's a improv school called uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, and it's kind of like we're all like the cool like mm-hmm. people that like want to do SNL, like go and study. It's like UCB a whole is for like hot people, it's, and Groundlings is for like the cheese it for people. like clowns. But yep. the Groundlings people do make it to SNL. A lot of them do. No, they honestly do. It's actually very you know they are very talented. But yeah, shout out to Chloe Feynman. She's great. She's on SNL. Big Groundlings girl. Um, very funny. Anyway, um. So they had this improv, there's this improv school called UCB. They built a huge one on Sunset. And it was like that huge fucking improv school. Yeah, massive. this gigantic building and there's theaters in it. Everybody was so excited. And then it shut down over the pandemic. And I got to tell you, nothing made me happier than driving past that school and seeing it be shut down. I don't know why. Because UCB has like an elitist thing and it's like, like an air about it. And Mm -hmm. don't fucking be elitist when you're literally playing pretend. Fuck you. When you're literally playing zip zap fucking eat my ass zop. Yeah. People need to be fucking humbled in this fucking town. And you're paying a thousand dollars for that. We're all a bunch of fucking weirdos and you're trying to act like you're so fucking cool. And it's improv. And you're paying a thousand dollars for like a 45 year old man named Jeff who's fucking like sweating in his cargo shorts. Oh my God. The sweatiest people go into improv. Hey class. Stop. Yeah. No, no. Okay, so. I also get annoyed with when comics try and act like really cool. I'm like, we're literally getting up and like trying to seek validation. Like that's not cool. I feel like the difference between improv <laughs> actors and like stand-ups, there's a very different energy between yeah. cool. I feel like uh stand up stand-ups have this like dark, like like arrogance, but like cool and improv people are, I don't know. Stand up is cooler than improv. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, ugh, a million times cooler. Lee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lee. Lee's crying. Suck it up, Lee. He's been crying the whole time. <laughs> Lee. He's like, I guess I can't tell them about how the thing I regret not doing was taking UCB classes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Big time. That's okay. That's okay, Lee. Maybe next time. Maybe <laughs> Yeah, next time around. Next time yeah. around. So, you know, we might as well get started. We're 15 minutes in. We've talked enough about whatever the fuck we've been talking about. <laughs> we have hung. Sloppy improv teachers. Yeah. Um, Jeff. And, you know, as it goes, while I'm reading the stories that are always anonymous, if something comes up, you know, more secrets or, you know, things that remind you of 
things you regret, feel free to chime in. Okay, honk. So let's get uh, into it. Let's get into it. Let's see what we've got here today. <sighs> okay. So. Okay. <laughs> this one, I feel like the person was wasted when they wrote this. Either wasted and can't write. I don't know what it is, but here we go. Okay. I was drunk in high school and my friend's sister was tipsy. She must have been chilling with her friends, but her and I oh. were drunk. We ended up funding <laughs> in an alleyway. So I'm going to say fucking. We ended up fucking in an alley. Okay. We got caught. I continued, but I said, duck it. We need to go. So we did. And she started showing her tita, her teta. <laughs> Weren't you guys already fucking? She started showing her tetas in the bus. She has kids. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Wait, there's a bus. They're in a bus now. I guess so. Okay. She started showing her tetas in the bus. So she has kids. I don't know yeah. if one of them is mine, and her brother doesn't know. Wick is one of my close friends. One. Wow, what a seizure of a story. Were you actually having a seizure when you wrote that? Yeah, they were having a even stroke. Drunk at that that point. was like a fucking. Yeah, that was a stroke story. That um, was a stroke story. Jesus Christ! So let's let's rewind a little bit. Yeah, let's unpack this further. <laughs> let's dive in. Let's okay. So, so I was drunk in high school, and my friend's okay. sister was tipsy. Okay. Okay. She must have been chilling with her friends, but her and I were drunk. So she was chilling with her friends. So that's where I'm getting fucked off. She must have been chilling with her friends. Why was she? But why was she? But then also, how were you guys together if she must have been chilling with her friends? Okay. We Why is ended it phrased up... like that? She must have been chilling with her friends. Right. Why did she have like a certain, you know, air about her? What was going on? Well, okay. So then we end. So you're chilling with her friends, but her and I were drunk. We ended up fucking in, in an, an alley. alley. Okay. Um, we got caught by who? I continued. By one of her friends. But I said, fuck it. We need to go. So we did. And she started <laughs> showing her titas, her tetas. So you guys are fucking, and then you're like, fuck it, we need to go. And she was like, here's my tits, like, as you're going. Um, I mean, maybe she was, you know, like, when sometimes you get really excited and you just go like a woo, you know? Maybe that's what she was doing. She was like, I got alley fucked. But then they're also in a bus. So they also are somehow in a bus. So, yeah, so they got caught. They were kind of, they go, oh, like, enjoying the moment. And then they were like, you know what? Actually, let's head on out. Obviously, he's carless. Do they jump on a Greyhound? They do. Or city bus, so Metrolink. They're, they're on a Greyhound. Yeah, they're on Metrolink. She has kids. <laughs> I don't know might if be his. one of them is mine. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say it's safe to assume that the kid is his her, then. Her brother doesn't know, which is one of my close friends. What does that mean? So her brother doesn't know that one of the kids could be yours? Or, or that doesn't know that you alley fucked his sister? On a then on a bus while she was chilling with her friends with her titas with her with her tetas. Um, okay, interesting. I uh, don't know if that's a regret. Don't know. <laughs> I don't really sense any regret. That was just kind of like a fun story. It was a fun story. It seemed like something you needed to get off your chest. Um, just auto corrected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that was kind of it was. You know, what? I'm not gonna lie because you know you do read some. F- fucking haunted stories yeah but that wasn't too that was kind of like a nice one to kind of like ease us, ease in, us in here yeah. yeah so thank you so much for your story <laughs> um here we go that's kind of yum yum yeah it was kind of yum yum, yum. yum fun fun we'll never truly know 
what the fuck actually happened in that story. Yeah. Um, next one. Uh, hi, Gabby. I've got a good secret for you. Well, let's okay. see. If Already it is. into this. So I had a brief, I had a brief affair with a client turned friend. Mm. She's also good friends with my best friend. So we both decided it's best to just keep our lips sealed and never mention it to anyone. I feel like this mutual friend would be stoked since this would make her my Eskimo sister. They have hooked up and jammed clams with each other before. That sounds like something you would do. <laughs> but it's just part? the jamming clams okay. with one of your friends. Okay. Um, but it's just best to keep it to ourselves. We would figure out ways to get hotel rooms in the middle of the day to bang a bunch and wow. just talk shit and laugh. She's a great girl. We're both married. So I feel horrible. But mm. there was some real feelings involved beyond just hooking up. In a weird way, I think we both needed this to really figure out what the best path in life should be. But alas, in the end, we mutually decided that it was unfair to a lot of people besides just us and all parties are going to end up getting hurt. So we had to cut it off. It was a really nice summer romance. One of those kinds that makes you feel like a kid again. Yeah, because when you're a kid, you're renting out hotels and fucking people in them. Honestly, my childhood was filled with that. Next. <laughs> That's dark. Uh, <laughs> we're still we're still friends, and I'm glad she is a cool and understanding chick. She's been very supportive in repairing my marriage, and I truly hope her and her huh. husband work through the issues they've had too, which is you guys having an affair. Uh, that our, is insidious. Our spouses <laughs> will never know, which I know is bad, but it's just best that way. Just getting this off my chest feels really good. Thank you so much for what you do. Okay, thank you. Um, hey, fuck that, I'm telling. No, <laughs> that is haunted. Okay, but here we go. Our spouses will never know, which I know is bad, but it's just best that way. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I agree. This that is where some, you and I disagree. I know. This is you and I get into it with it. I disagree. You think he should? You think they should tell each other's spouses? Here's the thing. It's kind of giving like settling vibes, and I just really think that you should value your time and the other person's time. I'm not saying that he or she doesn't love their spouse. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to insinuate that. I'm just saying, if you're gonna go off and have like a whole fucking, that's not just like. If you, I think, well, you and I agree on this. If you fuck someone one time, obviously that's going to hurt when, like when you cheat on someone, yeah. that's going to hurt. But having like a full on, like yeah. secret relationship, Summer that's romance. deeper. Yeah, that's honestly is. worse than just fucking a rando. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a lot. It's, that's a lot. Hey, I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Yeah. No judgment here. Saying. I mean, we're all fucking human. But, yeah. uh, yeah. I, I, th this is what's tripping me the fuck up. Yeah. Is when they're like. You know, and then they actually helped with my marriage. That is wild. Uh, stay in your lane, boo. Yeah, like, don't you don't need to be crossing wires like that, right? Are they giving each other advice on? You like, can be me like my husband, me my sexual support, but don't don't cross over into emotional support. Like, yeah. that, that's kind of dark. It's interesting, mm -hmm. but it sounds like I mean, to me, also, it's, did that even sound like a regret? Yeah, I think so. Really? Well, it's a secret, so he he uh, formatted it as a secret. I think the original question was a secret so we might have some secrets we have, sprinkled in we have oh, secrets okay sprinkled in. okay okay but um okay lee yeah okay lee paying okay, attention lee. um <laughs> yeah i mean it sounds you sound like an honestly cool guy and the, I, you wrote that this does well. sound like you know very self-aware mm -hmm. but i also i don't know 
I mean, yeah, would you be pissed if you found this out about your spouse? Would it break you up? Yeah, probably. But, you know. But also, I guess if it helped no you realize that you wanted to stay with this. But that's that's the thing. It's like, are you staying with your spouse because you you want to and you realize you want to be committed? Or are you just like, oh, well, you know, my side thing didn't want to work out. So we just had to kind of like just right. sit in it, like just hunker down in our marriages because that's depressing. And I don't agree with that. Then it begs the question of are human beings supposed to be monogamous? I feel like that's such a huge question. And I feel science, like science would have us thinking otherwise. But that's why I feel like we have like multiple partners and whatnot before you. I mean, you know, I feel like just like whatever works for you. I yeah. When I'm really it's very Western, it's a very Western thing to be monogamous. monogamous. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. I mean, fucking. But then it's also hard because in a lot of these other um, cultures, like it's always the it's a man it's that has the several man wives. that's going the fuck off. But but that's also like kind of a biological thing because women do need like to spend so much more time like tending to the children and like being pregnant and da 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 da, and it has proven to be more like sufficient to raise children in like a community of like several mm -hmm. women usually it's like the man with like a bunch of different you know wives and they're all taking care of the kids together it's how it is i believe in africa there's a mm -hmm. lot of uh african tribes that do that is that Anyway, <laughs> I don't want to say what the wrong thing. What if you just shut down thing. and just went to sleep, right? When yeah, you, African. Just, <laughs> just she shuts out. Hey, okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like uh, monogamy is a very Western thing. Okay. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe that th that. To be have the you case. ever tried an open relationship? No. Have you talked about this? Probably. Okay. I have not tried one. Okay. I feel like it would be very hard, but I've also heard that people that do have open relationships tend to have better communication. And healthier, healthier communication because it requires so much extra, um, it requires so much extra communication and understanding. And it, it's almost like a, a human that's like kind of leveled up intellectually, mm -hmm. I've heard, mm -hmm. because they're able to have such like deep connection and communication over this. Unless you're just like a piece of shit who is just like says that you're in an open relationship, but you're just like fucking all these people and not telling your partner and blah, blah, blah. That's where it gets tricky. Yeah. I feel like it's honestly, I feel like almost 99% of fights come down to communication. Yeah. Everything comes down to communication that or, you know, money or like not flushing the toilet. Yeah. Or, like you know, if your partner doesn't want to give the other partner a Blumkin or, or a Blumkin, we've been on a big Blumkin. Uh, Lee, do you know what a Blumkin is? I do know what a Blumkin is. Lee, have is. you ever gotten a Blump dog? I have not. Really? No. Would you? Would you rather get If you were pegged? dating somebody who was like, can I please give you a Blumpkin? Would you let her do yeah. that? <laughs> like she like was like, I can't finish unless I Blumpkin out. <laughs> um, I, I give you the dirty bee. I, you know, that time for me is just a disaster. <laughs> so what you're saying is that you take real sloppy ones. Yeah. Okay, Lee. It's yeah. not a good time. Yeah. That nobody wants to be involved. I don't want to be involved with it. Okay. Really? Yeah. What if she had a like, shit fetish? Oh. What about a pee fetish? Would you fetish? date somebody that had a shit fetish? No. What about a pee fetish? No, I really? can't. Okay, no tinkle. I, I can't. <laughs> Sorry I, for saying don't tinkle. Say tinkle. I mean, <laughs> no, I can't. I, I have this thing, like, I'm probably far enough on the spectrum, but I, like, 
I have I have this like tactile thing with like my hands, like cleanliness. It's like I no, I cannot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What if you could you date somebody with a shit fetish? Um, I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> <laughs> it's leaves, a no from me. That leaves one of us. Uh oh. I wouldn't either. <laughs> oh. Okay. On to the next one. Okay. Um, I regret just now winking into the camera and saying that. Okay. I think that's kind of fun. Okay. Well, I liked it. Next one. I thought it was cute. Okay. Hi, Gabby. It's me again. Autistic in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. I had a friend. I wish I could read this in an Australian action. I had a friend who I met in uni. Okay. That was terrible. No, I had a friend. It. No. I had a friend who I met in uni that had a crush on me forever, but I didn't realize at first. We went out for drinks one night as a group, and as time went on, the group dwindled down to just the two of us. Mm. I was feeling especially lonely, and we ended up back at his place where I discovered that his penis, I kid you not, nope. was about an inch long. Oh. Never in my life had I experienced this or even knew it was possible, but you know, I'm a people pleaser, and even though I was confused and disappointed, I stuck around. Ah, <laughs> uh, tale as old as time. Okay. He would not let me touch him at all. I guess oh. he was self-conscious or something. Not only that, but he kept begging to eat my ass. What this is goes- with guys in this? Yeah. I'm getting pissed, Lee. Okay. I bet you're a fucking anal freak too. <laughs> I'm getting pissed. Okay, triggered. Okay, we'll go back. <laughs> Fuck uh, you, Lee. So- <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Lee. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> okay. So not only that, but he kept begging to eat my ass, which was also, which eat was, pu- okay, which was just too many firsts for me in one instance. Yeah. I ended up walking home in the rain and went to work the next day, hungover and morose. We haven't really spoken since. He did ask me on a date, but I was not keen. Me either, sweet girl. <sighs> me the fuck either. Okay. So love the podcast. Keep it up. Proud of you. Thanks, queen. P.S. Tell that guy. Tell P.S. Guys that tell you they don't like your lips actually wish they were comfortable enough in their gender and sexuality to get theirs done. They're jealous of you. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree, love queen. Um, wow. So fuck one inch dick loved eating ass. Mm-hmm. Mm. You and I have been talking about this a lot with our men the last, uh, like what, two weeks. Yeah. Honestly, it's a, it, it, we actually are always talking. It's the only thing we talk about. Yeah. But here's the thing about having a one inch dick could do anal. And if he's that into anal, I'm not saying it's good, but I'm just saying, like, you could handle a one-inch penis in your butthole. Here's the thing. Yeah. I feel like if you are that into, like, it's not just with anal, Lee. I just feel like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at Lee, and I just know you have an anal fetish, and I'm getting pissed. All guys do. I know. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck off, Lee. (laughs) He, like, never lets me come back. Hey, okay, I'm good. And I'm centered. Okay, Okay. no. uh, Spiritually, no. Okay, no. But so, um, <laughs> but in my beliefs, yes. No. Okay, stop. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, sorry. I just have a seizure. Okay, no, but yeah, so. She's epileptic. If you, so I feel like if you, um, what, who even am I? No, if you have that intense of a fetish, you got to have a conversation before it gets there. Well, have you ever dated somebody, like gone yes. on a first date on somebody who's tried to eat your ass immediately? Yes. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. you know, and uh, well, here's the thing. I'm a bit of a prude when it comes to like anal play. So maybe that's why I'm. Oh, I'm a huge prude when it comes to anal don't play. Don't fucking touch me. Get out of my fucking there. ass. There. That's yeah. where poop comes out. And I don't that's like that. Yeah. Get out. 
Get the fuck out and of I, my I, ass. I do a fucking bit about this in my stand-up, but like I legitimately believe that women that are like, I love anal. I believe that you're all liars and they're the same kind of girls to me that pretend that they fucking love sports. Yeah. No, no woman loves sports and no woman loves anal. And if you are one of those girls that does like those two things, well, guess what? I know you're lying. Even if you play sports and you're a woman and you are a queen on the field or Even the court, you're a fucking liar. You're a liar. You're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar. Cancel me, but. And here's the thing about anal. Yeah. I just, oh my God. Like, number one, it's like, okay, he has this fucking like shrimp dick. He's trying to fucking like stuff into her dark hole. And it's like, I just think that's, why are you making that on her? Like, okay, great. You have like a small dick. Then get to munching. But why does it have to be the butthole? Like if she's like not into it, then go. The pussy's right there. Yeah. So now some people do like having yeah, their ass munched. Freaks. Freaks and liars. I'm just like, why are you making it wet down? I just, mm, no. Yeah. No. no. I'm getting kind of triggered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're on to the next one. It's a regret story. We ready? Yeah. I'm excited. Um. Okay. So when I just turned 29 years old in 2010, I'm 40 now, I had a female friend who was 19. And I said, <sighs> hmm. Okay. And I said that for my birthday, she's legal. Yeah. And I said that for my birthday, I wanted to hang out and get some dinner if she felt up to it to play the guitar and sing. I'm sorry. Mm. That person wanted to play guitar and sing for the 19 year old kid on their birthday. No judgment, but that sounds wild. Okay. So that all did happen. Uh. However, However, she goes to her car and brings back a huge bottle of shitty vodka. So we have a few drinks and she's watch 19. a movie. She's 19. Why are you going to fucking judge her vodka? Yeah, come on. Come on, dude. She's she not, probably okay. stole it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. We had a few drinks and watch a movie. I think it was Sex Drive. And all of a sudden, she's drawing with a marker on my jeans where my dick is. Like, is the marker open? And she's like drawing a dick on your pants. That's what I think. Okay. So we'll circle back to that. Okay. So she's artistic. Okay. Yeah. And I laugh it off like whatever. But then she gets up, goes to her purse and hands me a condom and says, do whatever you want to me. My dumb male ego says, okay. So I'm, so I'm eating her ass out. God damn it. It's all, it's the same thing on this podcast, it's man. It's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Lee. <laughs> yeah, at least like, are, come on into the ass eating studio. Uh, yeah. Come yeah, on, yeah. Lee. Do you think you that, fucking butt munch? <laughs> Lee, I don't know why I'm getting pissed at you. Lee wrote all I'm these getting, stories yeah, and then Lee, emailed to I me. know you fucking wrote all these in. Fuck okay. both of you. <laughs> fuck, and fuck, fuck you. that person. Okay. Why do I get so pissed? Okay, shut the, everybody shut the fuck up fuck. so I can get through this fucking story. Okay, he's eating her fucking ass. So I'm eating her ass out and her pussy and her pussy and fingering both hate that hate that fingering both as well but then i put on a condom and we fuck like two lovers who have been wanting this you the next (laughs) the next day she stops talking to me for three months and then we saw each other once after and she gave me a big hug and cried and i haven't seen her since I regretted that I lost a friend over my stupid wanting to get laid bullshit. I have something to say about that. We'll circle back. Mm -hmm. I hated myself after that and started using heroin and coke every day and sometimes crack to numb myself. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. It didn't work. It never does. I tried to even take my own life. Oh. (laughs) I'm sorry. But I needed... Yeah, I could have gotten to that a little quicker. Yeah, Gabby... 
<laughs> but I needed to sit with my regret and be honest with myself and get sober. So that's what I did. Congrats. Congratulations. I miss my friend. Sure. I also want her to be happy, even though it doesn't involve me. Hold on. So this went from ass eating to fi- okay, ass eating, pussy eating, fingering both her ass and her pussy at the same time to then fast forward a couple months, then you doing crack and heroin and coke every day to numb myself and then even trying to commit suicide because why? Because of the ass eating cuz like I would have done all of that stuff to stop thinking about the ass eating. I think there's a lesson in here. It's not eat ass. Lee. And I just really <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah. Well, this is what I find interesting. I regretted that I lost a friend to my stupid wanting to get laid bullshit. I don't think... I mean, it's not like you were pressuring her. She's the one who was like, do whatever you want to me. But it's here's the like thing. You were Why like, did she cry? Maybe because, like, the friendship got fucked? Or maybe because she realized after he ate and fingered her asshole, she then had a fetish. And she couldn't live her life normally anymore because she's so obsessed with anal play. That now, could be. she's someone who probably has given a blumpkin. For sure. But here's the thing. Yeah. So wait, how old was he when they hooked up? He was 29. He had just turned 29 and she and was, she was 19. 19. Mm. Fuck, fuck like two lovers who have been wanting this. Okay. That that line just took such a turn in it, the story. It did. It, it, it kind of pulled me out. You don't finger it, someone's ass like a lover. You finger someone's ass because you owe them money or that's something. That's true. Don't <laughs> you don't finger someone's ass like a lover. Lovers don't fucking ass play like that. I, that's what you do when you're in like in, in like a, a, like a toxic a ketamine, a fucking ketamine hole. Yeah. With some girl named Candy that you just met. And you're like, might as well just fuck her. I've never had someone that just loves me and loves my body put their finger into my ass. I've okay, Lee. <laughs> okay, Lee. Sorry, I don't know. God damn it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You've definitely hooked up with guys who've tried to slip their fingers in your asshole. Right, but that's not what I said. Talking this. Okay, what did you I say said? I, was, I said uh, I've never had someone that loves me and loves my body put their finger into my ass. I've had they men- respect your body too much because they love me. <laughs> We're learning a lot today and it's that keep your fingers out of my fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. I mean, but here's the thing, as my boyfriend's like, I will I'm going to call him out right now. My boyfriend's like, I would be so upset if we never had anal. And I'm like, Okay, get over it. Because guess what? We're not ever having anal. But you and I FaceTime. I mean, maybe your- we will one day. But like, as of right now, no. No, no. Unless he's like about to leave, then maybe. But, uh, but here's the thing he won't. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you and I have FaceTimed with your man. Yeah. And he admitted that if he really didn't like it, that he, he wouldn't push it. And that's the bare minimum we can hope for men. But then, but then he was like, <laughs> but I would actually be upset if we never did. Fuck, they keep going back and forth. They don't know it. They don't See, know. my relationship's new. So he's still trying to like please me. And he's like, no, don't, like, I don't even want to do it. And I don't like, even I think, I don't even eyes. know that you have a butthole. Like, yeah. I don't. He's a fucking liar who I'm dating. Like he, I know he wants to. Liar. Sick. Liar. Fucking liar. Okay, how do you feel about that story? I feel interesting about it. Um, I'm sorry he had to go down that dark path. I hated myself after that and started using heroin and coke every day and sometimes crack because of that instant. It, l- listen, dude, I, I'm sure you've done a lot of introspection and like you it got sober, like, yeah. but you know, I'm, I really don't think that was the, the that, full reason. Maybe that was like the catalyst, but I don't think that's the full reason. Right. Just because of some ass play. 
Okay. Some loving ass play. Yeah. Some too. And honestly, tantric. That the two lovers who have been wanting to make love, whatever it was that you said, is giving me really big. Megan Fox and MGK vibes. Oh. Who, if you haven't seen, have been going the fuck off on social media with their weird, bizarre high school lovership. Did you read the article? I did read the article. Yeah, I was in the airport yesterday. Just read. I just read the whole thing. And talk about fucking regrets. I was like, yeah. you talk like that when you were getting... I mean, I'm sure that they're having great sex, but I'm like, this seems... I doubt it. Well, great... Here's the thing. Yeah. I think great sex can be confused with toxic sex. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, I'm not trying to judge, but it really, that's the vibe I'm getting. Absolutely. From there. There's so many times where I've thought it's that giving I've, Coke. That's what the Coke. relation It's really giving Coke vibes, which I would like to pull up one of her recent, um, captions. So this is a, this is Megan Fox's Instagram. Okay. And mm-hmm. she posted a picture of them too. And she's like holding a gun, you know, with a garner around her fucking leg. And she's like wearing a leather bra and pointing a gun at him. It was kind of embarrassing. It's so, fu- it's so I'm cringe. Sorry. Okay. So this is the caption on this Instagram post. The tale of two outcasts and a star and star-crossed lovers caught in the throes of a torrid solar flare of a rom- of a romance. I read that terribly. Solar flare of a romance featuring. So this is what their this is what their romance, their torrid no. romance features. Feverish obsession, toxic guns. Okay, MAGA. No. It's giving MAGA. I'm calling the NRA. It's call, it's giving Republican vibes. Guns, <laughs> addiction. Okay, well we already twelve know step. That. Yeah, they're on coke. Addiction, shamans, lots of blood. Who the fuck do they think they are? I don't know. I just general mayhem, which is honestly what all of that is. Chaos therapy. Get more of it. Yeah, actually start going. Tantric night terrors. Okay, so you don't feel safe with your partner when you're sleeping and vulnerable. Got it. And like having a night terror is very scary. What is it? But tantric. Tantric is like, so it's like a, that's like sexual. Okay. Binding rituals, chakra sound baths, psychedelic hallucinations, organic smoothies. To balance out all the coke and alcohol. Yeah, right. Organic smoothies. Um, And the kind of sex that would make Lucifer clutch his rosary. That made my pussy go... <laughs> that made my pussy crawl up into my asshole, and then they both they both sewed themselves shut. Yeah, I can feel it happening right now. That is a wild um, caption. Here's the thing: I'm going to quote my girl Taylor Swift. Yeah, in one of her songs, she says, "I used to think love was burning red, but now I see it's golden. It's like daylight." And I love that because when you're in a relationship like that, it is, it's, it's red, it's fiery. It's like, ah, because like you're, it's very chaotic. Yeah. But relationships are supposed to be like grounded and not like I'm like the queen of healthy, but over here. But from what I've heard is that it's supposed to be, you know, grounded. You're supposed to feel calm. You're not supposed to always have chaos. Yeah. You know, which is what, okay. Now I, I didn't mean to get to this so early, but I did bring my high school yes. journal. Yes. and. I have a lot of regrets in this thing. And that caption from Megan Fox reminded me of my high school journal. It's so funny because I would write in high school, I would write all of my journals in a spiral notebook. So my teachers didn't know that I was not taking notes. So in like half of my journal, if if you can see this, it's uh, my Spanish assignment. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm playing Loteria. I love that. And on the other page... You're spilling tea. Yeah, on the other page, it's like me talking about (laughs) Spanish homework. Okay. Uh, The Spanish Inquisition. Okay. Okay. So then here, here, can I, I want to read to you some of my high school journal. It's just so embarrassing. 
I had this was either junior or senior year. Fuck, it's like so cringy to read. I've never had a boyfriend during Christmas or even been talking to someone. Mm. I know, I know. I'm only I'm only 16. But I get lonely sometimes. Oh. But I guess some wonderful Oh, honey. Say it. Say it. <laughs> but I guess some wonderful artistic, smart, clever, articulate, funny, nice guy will wisp me off my feet one day. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote out ha ha ha. Good one. <laughs> I mean, I love your confidence with yeah, yourself. Yeah, ha, yeah. ha ha ha. Good one. Good one. I mean, what girl doesn't want that? Shit. <laughs> Fuck. Not to sound conceited. I swear I'm not. <laughs> but I. <laughs> this is so bad. But I think I'm at least somewhat prettier than the girls I'm surrounded by. Okay. Coming from, this is coming from 16-year-old me who literally only put self-tanner on my face. So I had this like bright orange face, the rest of my body pale white. I would do like black, black, black raccoon eye eyeliner and like pale pink lip gloss. Here's the thing. You were an Oceanside baddie and you fucking knew it. I know. So I am prettier than all the girls I'm surrounded by. Yeah. I mean, so many high school girls are just so cliche mm. and boring and all look the same <laughs> and have nothing insightful whatsoever to talk about. Wow, honey. But that's also why they only attract 17-year-old high school guys who are just as retarded as they are. So it sounds like you were being groomed and proud of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I would be groomed by like twenty-two-year-old guys who are emotionally who are yeah emotionally stunted at fifteen. And yeah, I'm like, okay, I really had some shit to say. This is so embarrassing. I love it. You know how I was like, I'm not conceited. Well, here we go. Okay, I stand out. Mm, yes. I have something to say. Yeah, yeah I did. Mm -hmm. I, fuck, I can't do this. You know, keep going. Come on. I want to change the world. Mm. I'm like, my face is hot. For those of you who can't see, Leah's sobbing silently into the <laughs> mic right now. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> I know. I feel it too, Lee. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. I have something. I want to change the world. So why doesn't anyone want that? I know. I know who does. Older men. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been perfect for the guy who just did the did heroin story. Yeah. yeah. Older men. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Well, when I'm 18, oh. it won't be bad. Haha. -ha. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the laughs are very wicked. Love is so yeah. <laughs> yeah, love is so unexpected. I can't believe I'm graduating next year. I remember being in the eighth grade writing about how I'm going into high school. Now I'm in high school writing about going out into life. Ah, so crazy. Okay, reflective. Reflective, reflective. Well, you know, there's a lot. You're very insightful. I figured I'd judge too harsh, but really, I wouldn't judge people. I wouldn't judge if people just made it look so easy. I mean, some girls come to school with that awful smirk, like, I'm going to get that bitch who made out with my ex-boyfriend look. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh. <laughs> 
This is me at like 7 a.m. in math class, by yeah. the way, you know? Yeah. You're just waking up and choosing violence. I'm waking up and choosing violence. Yeah. By the way, I hardly, I barely graduated high school because this is what I was doing. Yeah. So instead of like paying attention in school, talking I'm writing Talking shit about notes. other girls. Yeah, I'm no, talking shit it. about, yeah, how I am the smartest girl in the world. Yeah. And I'm not cliche. Or the I have no idea who I am or where I'm going, but who gives a shit look. Did you follow that? Yeah. None of which stand out or above the crowd. Mm. Mm -hmm. She's not like other girls. She's not. None are exceptionally nice, genuine, funny, or unique people. It's so sad. <laughs> really. It's so, this is so bad. To watch these people breed and live miserable lives. To watch them breed? Jesus. That was 16-year-old me. You had some darkness in you, girl. I did. What yeah, was I so mad at? Not, not that I know they're miserable. I just like to judge. <laughs> or have a tendency to do it. Ha. Huh. Oh, well. Damn. Well. How do you feel about that now? Oh, and then the next sentence, literally the next sentence after all of that. I keep getting these disgusting pus pockets on my tonsils. <laughs> and I need to get them removed because it's getting ridiculous. It is, sweet girl. Okay. Well, so how do you feel about that now at 30 years old? Not good. Okay. How do you feel about that at almost 30 years old, hearing that? I feel, you know? Yeah. I love, I love a good old-fashioned peek behind the curtain into anyone's <laughs> life. Yeah. And I really love that that's what you were writing at 7 a.m. Also, I see that it's December 14th. So it's like, you know, like the holidays. Oh, it's almost. Yeah. Yeah. It it's like close to Christmas. And you're over here like, fuck you. Yeah, Fuck these girls who are not unique. Yeah. 7 a.m. I would. OK, I so probably had taken my Adderall and drank, drank my monster. Perfect. And then was just on a fucking roll. I was like, I got shit to say. So I would write shit like that. But yours is like kind of like funny and like, haha, these fucking freaks. But yeah. mine was always like because you and I are so similar, but just in like different fonts. Mm -hmm. And I would write that. But it was more from like an emo, like kind of like sad girl point of view, like. My yeah. heart just is broken that these other girls are right. walking in my spotlight. And it's like, okay, gross. We all thought we were so fucking poetic and just like deep. And Our parents are paying for our fucking food. Can and we're over here like. Yeah, right. We're like in our little fucking shitty rooms with like Blink-182 posters. Also, that's internal. Because I did it too. It's internalized misogyny. We're like, fuck these fucking girls. Yeah. I'm like. Jesus meanwhile, Christ. Yeah, meanwhile, my, my mom's in the kitchen, like just got home from work and she's like cooking dinner. Like she's making enchiladas and I'm in there just like, no one understands. Just my mom's like, come spewing. out to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No one understands. I had a big box of poetry that I would write like yeah. this. We all thought we were fucking poets. Did you uh, think you were yeah, a poet? We all, I thought yes. I was. As a man. Yeah. Yeah. God, men go through it too. We just all think that we're so fucking different and insightful. Yeah. I don't I, I love like getting older and just really getting humbled. Yeah, really. Yeah. I'm so glad I saw my diaries because they're so fucking cringy. Anyway, those diaries are giving very Megan Fox. Yeah. Okay, so we're on to the next story. Okay. Here's a good one. I have two rejection stories, which both led to stalker behavior. Mm -hmm. The first guy started emailing me and wanting to cyber. He made custom weaponry and knives uh -oh, and promised to make me my own, which I thought was cool. I played along at first because I don't like upsetting people and rejecting them outright. Nice girl syndrome. I know. Down with the patriarchy. Yeah. But after a couple days, I told him I wanted to stop and that I just wanted to be friends. He snapped and started emailing me over and over about hunting me down and flaying the skin from my body. Oh. 
Finally, after about a week of harassment, he disappeared and I never heard from him again. Thank God. Now that's a story of a man who can't take rejection. Yeah. Now, slaying your skin. (laughs) Why use that imagery? That just makes me feel like he's done something close to that to someone before. That's nerdy gamer vibes. Yeah. That's like very incel. Yeah. Yeah. Like MGTOW or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's very much nerdy gamer incel vibes. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I have a would you rather really quick. Yeah. Would you rather entertain this charming man or anal? Anal. Okay. You. That man. Really? I just want to prove a point of how much I hate anal. You. Really? (laughs) Oh, anal. Hands down. Okay. Agree to disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, The next one. The second guy was a longtime Twitter friend. Okay. Just so you guys. People need to watch out with that Twitter shit. Harper's big on Twitter. So this is a very relatable story to you. (laughs) Okay. We chatted all the time, interacted for a couple of years, and he hit on me occasionally, but I always skirted around it. Guys do that on Twitter all the time, so I usually ignore it. One day, he messaged me asking directly if we could get together, even though he lives states away while I lived with my parents at the time. I was dating someone, so I said, no, thank you. He went silent for a while. Mm. Then he sought out my work and left negative reviews for me. He messaged my parents about the kind of porn I like and what a stupid little whore I was. He sent me a giant black dildo to my parents' house, I guess, as a threat. Then a few months later, he took down his negative reviews, apologized, and disappeared. Guys are crazy. Number one, that's expensive. So that's wild. Uh, Number one, dildos are very expensive. They're very expensive, especially the bigger you go. And also, what was the threat that he was going to fucking peg your parents? <laughs> I'm coming over there to fuck both your parents in the ass, yeah. you little whore. Okay, cool. Okay, I already do it. Twitter guys are fucking weird. You got to watch out for them. That, I, that's I, a different fucking breed. I don't get weird ones on Twitter. It's always in my Instagram DMs. See, but your me, Twitter is for, weird. Yeah, my Twitter is very weird. But yeah, so I, I relate to that girl. That is fucking wild. I'm really <sighs> sorry she had to go through that. Wow. Both. Also, here's the thing, men. Stop getting so fucking scary when we fucking say no. Fuck you. I know. Chill the fuck out. Really? Um, it's like we have to like think about how we reject these guys so we can see our fucking family again. Yeah. Also, I wonder what they did with a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like I have- how big, I, you know. I have one more. This is just a funny quick one. It's cute. Okay. Um, One time I was a banquet server in high school at a golf course. It was Mother's Day brunch and everybody had to help serve restaurant style. I had never served like this and I didn't really know what to do. A woman asks me for a side of ranch and I proceeded to go back to the kitchen and grab her the extra large bottle of ranch from the refrigerator and bring it out to her. You would have thought I put a dead baby on the table with the way she, with the look she gave me. I felt so embarrassed. I locked myself in the bathroom for over 45 minutes and abandoned my tables. (laughs) I've done that before. That's fucking hilarious though. She's like, can I get a side of ranch? And then you come out with a fucking bucket of ranch. Here you go. Honestly, when you're having one of those days, nothing gets you beat down more like emotionally and spiritually than working in a fucking restaurant. Uh, You and I bonded immensely over this. uh, And I've had some of those days where like sometimes like either like you're doing it just because like you've had enough or maybe you're just not thinking, but like you do something like that. And I don't know where you took your breaks, but I would sometimes take mine in like the bathroom. But a lot of the times it was like the dry storage, dry storage, walk in freezer. Yeah. If I needed to cry, I would go to the walk in freezer because like it would be so cold. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, kind of preserve my makeup. Yeah. 
Um, People would always ask me for like a side of, um, you know, almond milk or something. And I would come out with the entire jug of almond milk. Oh, that's be like, so funny. And my coworker one time was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, well, it's fine. She can fucking figure it out for herself. You know what I would do? I would just say we were out. That was my favorite All thing. the time. You just lie. Oh, we're out. Oh, Sorry. we're out. Are you sure? I had it five minutes ago. We just ran out. Yeah. So sorry. For your bitch just, ass, we're out. We just, yeah. For some <laughs> for your reason, fucking I slut can't. ass, we're out. And I'm talking to a man here, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Women aren't slots. Fucking <laughs> no, they're men perfect. Are. But um, women are perfect. Um, yeah. Wow. So, you know, that was a nice, those were, a, that was a nice uh, range of stories today. That was fun. a lot out. Also, I'm really relieved that there was no like, shit stories i mean we talked we did spend a lot of time on anal and we, there were we shit did, stories we talked about luke, uh lee i almost called him luke, luke shitting yeah luke shitting and blumpkins yeah you are an anal lord but okay <laughs> before we get out of here i do want to play one round of would you rather with all three of us can we do that sure yeah okay great um so what was your would you rather in the car she had a good one okay i had a good one i just spent um a weekend with a lot of my guy friends and so we were you know being crazy and one that was a hit was do you think you could fuck your brother for $10 million? Lee, do you have any? Do you have cash? I have a sister. Good. Perfect. Okay, Lee. $10 million, cold, hard cash. Could you fuck your sister? It, you don't have to fuck to completion. It has to be <laughs> minimum four pumps and not super quick, like slow, thoughtful pumps. Stop. <laughs> Uh, pumps uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 10 million dollars not, not tax cold hard cash i feel like she would do it to split the 10 mil would or, you do or it to i split? would yeah yeah it, i i would give her i would even i would go as far as to say give her 70 30 wow I'd, wow i take three i'm cool with three mil okay yeah it's a life changing. So I said, "Would you do yeah. it for?" So essentially, I said, "Would you do it for 10? You said, "No, I'll do it for three. Yeah. <laughs> you did, my man. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get no. deep in your sister's cooch, no. her coot coot. <laughs> okay, so for 10 million, now we know where Lee stands. Yeah, he's fucking a sister for three million dollars. <laughs> okay, would you? Would Here's you fuck a- your? Will you fuck your dad for 10 million dollars? Oh, dude, your dad. Fuck 10 mil, and. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. You, you don't fuck him. You do have to suck his dick and let him come in your mouth for 10, oh! 10 mil. <laughs> That's ten million dollars. So horrible. Oh my god. So I have to suck my dad's Dad's dick and let him come in your mouth for ten million dollars. No, I can't because I'm literally about to throw up right now. I'm gagging. It would be very traumatic. I can't. I can't. That's a lot. That, Could can't. you do it for ten million? Suck my dad's dick? Yeah. No. <laughs> I just, is this not, it's not right, Gabrielle. It's not right. Okay. It's really not right. Okay. This, okay. I'm now, just wondering. would you eat your mom out? <laughs> no. Would you do what that guy did? Would you f- eat your mom out while you're fingering her asshole? No. To, to completion for 10 milli? No. 10 nope. mil dogs? No. Fuck no. Okay. Fuck no. Wait, you can't just leave me on the fucking cliff like uh, Hey, would you're you guys- the one that said you wanted to fuck your sister for would, free. So you, I don't know. Would you guys fuck your sibling? <laughs> Okay. I could fuck I could fuck my brothers because they're half siblings. I could fuck I could fuck one of my brothers for uh, four yeah. pumps. Now you've got full brother. You've got full sibling. I got sibling. full brother and we're really close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would See, you- I'm not close to my sister. So it's like it would be like, ah, oh, cool, yeah. here's money later. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shit. 
I could fuck my brothers for. <laughs> I, I, it's gonna. I'm gonna use a lot of that money for therapy and maybe like yeah, a lobotomy. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Lobotomy. I could. I am not proud of it. I'm not proud of it either. I'm not saying. I, yeah, and I'm not saying I want to, but I'm saying could. The, the, the question is, could you? Head, Ten million dollars. And unfortunately, I. I could. Oh my god, it's the cops. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> it is the FBI. And my mom started calling right when this happened. Okay, that's, oh, that's so really funny. funny. Okay, so now answer her and ask her: Could she fuck Eli, your brother? No, don't do it. I'm kidding. <laughs> could you fuck your she son? Would for $10 million? Yes. She would already say yes. Immediately. Mothers always want to fuck their sons. It's so true. It's a weird thing, but it's true. Jesus. Okay, well, on that note, we'll say that was that was a fun episode. It was eye opening, especially for Lee, <laughs> and I think it was really kind of cathartic and fun for us. I'm excited for this one to come out. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? No. Great. Um, <laughs> by the time this comes out, it will. Well, we're going to be, Harper and I are going to be at the La Jolla Comedy Store um, November 24th. Yes. So that's a long time away. If you are in the San Diego area and you want to come see me and Harper do stand-up, please come to that show. Yeah. Lee, anything you want to plug? Just this. Just this. Yeah. Great. Ooh, and we this. love, great. Watch this and keep, Keep watching. Excited uh, for you guys. Subscribe. Do all the things. Subscribe. You know? Do all the shit. I forgot how to do all that. But yeah. Thanks um, for having me. Love you. Love you. And uh, we'll see you guys soon.